Let's touch on that. Let's touch on that for a second. Halt the ADHD. Yo, what's good, YouTubes? This is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray, and this is the EDCCP. That's the Everyday City Carry Podcast. And once again, I feel like I have not done a podcast in 10 years. 10. I'm sort of off to a late start today because your boy be playing Borderlands. And some of y'all are probably thinking, what is Borderlands, Ray? Is that like is that like a, a family or something that you have been hanging out with? No, I'm talking about Borderlands 3. I've been playing Borderlands 3 a lot with Kelly. We really like it. And, uh, you know, I've never played video games with Kelly before. So it is kind of refreshing to play video games with your girl when she's actually into it. You know what I mean? If if any of you guys that do play have never experienced a girl actually being into the games that you're playing, it's one of the joys of life. It is one of the joys of life to have a girlfriend that is actually into playing video games or a game that you like Without you forcing him to, man. You know, last night uh, I actually wanted to do a podcast with her. I've been trying to get Kelly on the podcast, but she keeps ditching me. She keeps ditching me, and, you know, I can't do it. And that's why I'm sort of, I sort of have to do this podcast solo today. Because last night when I got home, she was like, I'm too tired to do the podcast. And I was like, you listen to me, okay? When you have a podcast and people are listening to it, you gotta do it every week, man. Release it on the same day, around the same time. That's how I do it, sorta. But you know, I was I, I, I folded, I crumbled, because I was like, all right, let's play Borderlands. Let's play Borderlands three. And uh, you guys are probably like, why do you say it like that? Well, it's funny. It's funny. Just like I say, Iron Man or Spider Man, and people think I'm talking about the Jewish Avengers. Peter Parkenstein. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, so we've got a lot of things going on in the pod. This was a pretty good week. I was kind of having a slow week creatively, I think, last week. But this week... Actually, no. What am I talking about? My memory's shot now because last week I think I released the Red E folder review. This week I released the Kunwu Knives Orion review. Check out the Ready Folder review, by the way, if you haven't, because I'm going to be doing... Let's touch on that. Let's touch on that for a second. Halt the ADHD. Let's just put that down for a second. And let's touch on that. So the Ready Folder review, that is by Willemson Copenhagen. I bought that, and I reviewed that for you guys. Pretty well received. You know, Mikkel Willemson was like, yeah, man, some you know sales kind of went up when that went out. So thank you, which made your boy feel good inside. He also said, your view is super dope. And I've never had a designer say that to me, you know, because it's kind of streets, kind of urban, kind of, you know, kind of hood. Your view was super dope. And I liked it. I liked it when he said that. <clears throat> but what I wanted to touch on was the Apex Pass Around group. Due to the efforts of your boy, the entire line 
of production knives from Williamson Copenhagen is now being passed around in the Apex Pass Around Group. And uh, I, I checked the like sort of path that the knives would travel in, and I forgot to say that I. I'm in. So that's how you do it. In the Apex Pass Around group, when you see a knife that you like or a group of knives that you like, <clears throat> you just comment the word in in the thread, right? But seeing as your boy sort of got this thing going, I didn't type the word in. I thought I was automatically in, but I typed in in later. So I'm at the very end. So you're going to see all your favorite viewers review these knives for like the past month, I'd say, and then I'll get them. I'll get them, you know. But we all know. We all know what you guys really want to watch. You guys want to watch a really dumb Neanderthal like me review these knives and not know, not do as good of a job as the other guys. You know what I mean? But show it better. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about that the other day, and that's pretty much, that's pretty much what my channel is now. I don't give educated reviews, really. You know, I kind of go, the, the way I review knives is mainly for aesthetics, the action, and ergonomics. The steels don't matter as much. It's really about design, my experience with the knife, uh, how much I love carrying it, and um, I guess the way I interact with the company is kind of counting now. You know, I, I, I'm not going to be biased. I'm not going to review a knife that I don't like. I probably won't say anything about it. And I've done that a few times. Also, if I can't really give a somewhat educated review on a knife, I kind of just send it to the next guy. I try to put it on. I always put knives on my TikTok now. I always try to do something on Twitter. Although my Twitter is kind of barren lately. I haven't been on it. Got to do that. Twitter fam, when we get back on it. Um, I try to create as much content as I can for the knife, even if I don't review it. And um, what's going to happen is if there is a raffle at the end, um, maybe I won't accept it. I don't know. I don't know. Well, well maybe I'll talk about that when if it happens. But yeah, man, I really think that this week has been great a lot of support has been happening i see my numbers are going up you know little by little it's going up we're getting there guys we are getting there and you guys are definitely helping man i'm trying to work on merch getting some logo stuff going on and just trying to do as much as i can to kind of elevate the channel more than it is um i've been feeling like Things have been happening, you know, and I, I like that. You know, another thing that I just recalled right now is there's no more boxes in the back. <laughs> no more boxes in the back. No, I'm just playing. I just hear that song too much on uh, on TikTok. That song, Old Town Road, actually blew up on uh, on TikTok, actually. That's what he did. That's a smart man. Little Nas X. But yeah, I cut all the boxes in the back here. I used the Kunu Orion to do that. Back to the Kunu Orion, though. Kunwu Knives, uh, I talked to Sergio, who's from Kunwu. He uh, he manages the Kunwu Knives official page on Instagram. And what's funny is he was working for San Renmu when I met him, which I was trying to get in with them because I wanted to, I wanted to kind of represent them creatively at the time. And then, and then all of a sudden... He was like, he's like, oh, I'm, in, I'm doing my own thing now with Kunwu. 
and he talked to me for a long time man you know i when these designers when i click with them uh they see my work and they're like, oh shit, this guy's doing really different stuff, you know. Uh, I think Kunwu is the first company that has recognized what I'm doing uh, more than anyone else, man, you know, because I, I'm such a small fish in a pond that has a lot of fish in it that kind of like are really good at what they do. But there aren't a lot of fish doing what I'm doing. I'm kind of like the three-eyed fish. You know what I'm saying? The three-eyed fish focusing on editing and camera presence and, and, you know, sort of being funny and being silly. You know, I'm that three-eyed fish. And Kunwu was like, man, I really like, you know, how you went about doing that review. And, you know, there may be some opportunities in the future there. But, it, you know, Kunwu is a small company, man. And... I had a I had a viewer, um, John Duncan. I didn't get to reply to him yet. I'm still replying to the reviews of the comments from the review. But like I said, I had to play Borderlands with the wife, so I had to do that, and um, I didn't get to uh, comment back to a few of them. But John Duncan was like, uh, you know, they should they really got to be a little more competitive because Tucson has M390 and their fit and finish is really good. That is true. Tucson, I love Tucson. I am a Tucson fan. I'm actually thinking about selling off my entire collection and except for the stuff that people have given me and the Tucson is going to stay. Like I might even sell some Civivis off. I love Tucson's. Their fit and finish, their prices, you know, the steels they use, absolutely amazing. But what Kunwu is doing is they are getting into the steels, whatever it's called, smithing or whatever. You know, they're trying to master all that they're focusing on that as well as the fit and finish and i want to say that it's very hard to describe how the kunu knives orion feels unless you have it in hand you know so if you know somebody that has one if you could kind of like just handle it for a little bit you'll see what i'm talking about because i you know 150 dollars and below is kind of my price range when it comes to knives and i couldn't believe that this knife started out as 99 dollars on kickstarter it's just really crazy you know you got titanium you got a little carbon fiber splash on the pivot you have the s35vm blade steel the crazy action good ergos but it just feels there isn't there aren't knives at that price point not kaisers not any of that that feel that way no hot spots there's no it's like no shortcuts were taken on this you know what i'm saying and yeah man i just want people to experience that i want the company to be successful of course so i'm gonna be helping them out you know that's something i've always wanted to do is take small companies that i click with and kind of grow with them you know if i don't i don't even know if that's a noble thing or not but yeah, you know, I, I like it, man. I, I like him. I like Sergio a lot. I'm going to try to have him on the podcast, man. This guy has worked all over the knife industry, and he's got some juicy, juicy gossip, dude, that, that I love. I know that everyone would love to hear this, you know, these like sort of little tidbits that like we're not privy to. 
but yeah that's sort of like uh, my week has been so far i'm not sure how prepared i am on this podcast man but you know i've gotten good at talking to you guys you know i feel like y'all are here Y'all are here, you know what I mean? I don't know what kind of accent that is, but I feel like that's how this podcast is now. And I could take a week off. Not going to. Not going to, man. Things have been going too well for me to take a week off and not upload a podcast every morning, at the very least, and some other videos. But yeah, a lot of support has been coming my way, and I, I, I just feel honored, man. You know, I want to shout out my boy seems logical for i don't know if i talked about this on a podcast yet but the spider kokapara you know he he donated this to me and i, I want to do something special with this i i freaking love this and look how smooth this is man what look at that damn he was just like hey bro i got an extra one you can have it and that's you want you know what the way what is the way to my heart, man? It's through my stomach, if you're a lady. But if you're a man, it's with a knife. I don't mean stab me, though. I mean just give me stuff. Give me knives. Um, me with knives, Mark from Me with knives uh, channel. Oh, sorry, Waptucci. My bad, my bad. Waptucci's my boy, too. Gave me this brother knife. This is probably one of the more interesting ones I have. Because it is a lockback and it's kind of like a traditional, I was thinking it was a slip joint at first, but it is beautiful, man. Such a cool knife that if you are kind of a knife collector, you're going to think this is really dope. I showed it to Kelly and she was just kind of like, meh. But um, really cool. VG10, this is a brother knife. I'm not sure which one. It says number 892 and it says 1503 on it. It says wonton design, which is kind of hilarious. But, uh, yeah, pretty dope, man. And, um, yeah, Waptucci also gave me this. This is what Kelly liked. She was like, oh, shit, that's that's nice. The Tangram Vector in blue. The blue on this cannot be justified on camera. It is so bright. You know what I mean? So bright. Like, Vin Diesel would have this knife in Fast and the Furious. He's like, all that matters is family. Fast and the Furious 20 and shit, you know? <laughs> Fast and the Furious, everyday carry. Um, yeah, and look, I got this. The Grizzly Ridge Benchmade from Me With Knives. So cool. I, I just feel so fortunate and humbled. Oh, I got this piston knife too. Somebody told me that this is a CKF clone and I'm not sure. I'm not very familiar with CKF because I don't have money and uh, I want their knives, but I didn't, I didn't know that. It's like the piston knife on DH gate, but I do appreciate Waptucci giving it to me. And uh, look, man, I just want to thank you guys for supporting me. It has made a really big impact on just the way I'm doing mentally, not that I was doing bad, um, you know, but I just feel more inspired creatively, man. Just with the comments, the DMs, uh, people, people have bought stuff from me um, from the shop, you know, CBD wise. That's another thing I want to talk about, yo. So like, you know, you guys think that I'm probably the youngest looking guy, you know, even though I'm 39 years old. I fucked my neck up, yo. I don't know how. Uh, I leave my phone on the floor, and when my alarm went off, I think I, I was still in bed, and I 
went down and fucked my neck up, man. And let me tell you something right now. If I didn't have CBD in my life, I think it would hurt so much. It's doing better now. I could kind of, yeah, I could move it now. But on Sunday, I got up and I was like, and it was hurting, man. But I've been using uh, Red Bowie Muscle Gel. I've been using uh, Soma Pain Salve. NV CBD cream, just all like CBD creams. Oh yeah, but one of the best ones. Those are all good. I use them like different times. I'm trying to test stuff, test test stuff out at the shop. That's what I do. You know, I use the stuff, and then I can talk about it better because I have personal experience, or I know someone with personal experience, like someone in my family. That's how the shop does it. We're not very sciency. We're not gonna bore you to sleep with all the details, although we do know some of that. But it is all personal experience. So if you ever want to try CBD, that's what we do at the shop. We have used everything. We do not sell anything that we haven't loved. You know, we get stuff sent in to us all the time. And we don't sell everything, man. Some things don't make the cut. Uh, but yeah, I've been using just different creams. And uh, maybe I'll splash some, splash some pictures and stuff like that on here. But there is, uh, we just started carrying CBDMD. They're partnered with UFC fighters, athletes, very big company, and they have this like roll-on cream where it's like has biofreeze in it. I don't know if you've ever used that. It's like a very extreme cooling effect, and it's a roll-on like a deodorant, but when you roll it on the part of the body that's in pain, immediate relief, yo. And that shit's like only $30. It's crazy. Uh, I used that, man. It was so good. I didn't put any like font in the thumbnail for the uh, Kunu Orion and I kind of like it better man you know people can read the title and figure out what the video is so I'm gonna stop putting the font I don't know I'm just tired of the font man tired of the font not gonna do it I'm just gonna have like a cool picture I'm tired tired of the font you know so, yeah, but I have been looking into channel upgrades I'm kind of like watching tutorials again to try to get better at stuff and that's just another thing that's been happening, man. I'm just trying to, like, elevate the channel more. A lot of the, I guess, a lot of my buddies and a lot of other knife reviewers are, they focus on getting a lot of content out and uh, have, you know, deeper knowledge into explaining some of the steels and the mechanisms and all that. And, you know, I'm taking a page out of Slicey Dicey's book, man. He... He said something on my podcast. If you haven't watched that, by the way, check out the Slicey Dicey podcast with me. That was really amazing. He said something that stuck with me. He was like, I'm just going to do it the way I do it, you know, and not try to do something else because they're going to do it better than me. I don't I I know that I just butchered that. (laughs) But the way that I took it is why am I going to try to explain all this? knowledge that someone has explained better than me you know like why am i gonna get into steals when i don't know about it you know i'm just gonna go all in on making cool videos and when you want to watch a cool video you come here that's it when you want to go watch a knife review to see if you're gonna buy something or not or get you know the latest like, let's say a Civivi just came out or a ZT just came out. I'm probably not going to be the guy that has it right away unless, you know, all them companies start sending stuff my way. Uh, yeah, I'm probably not. 
but you can always count on me to have a different voice about something and make a cool video. Like, I'm just going to make cool videos. That's what you come here for. And also the podcast, man. Also the podcast. I'm working on more guests, by the way. Uh, but yeah, let's see what else I got going on here. But oh yeah, I'm just researching more things. You know, I, instead of getting deeper knowledge, which I am little by little about the knife industry and the knife world and folding knives and EDC gear, I am getting better at running this channel. You know what I mean? If you think about the channel upgrades, you know, since I started, it's drastically different. You know what I'm saying? The quality, the audio, just like the way I shoot things, how smooth things go. It's much better. I've gotten better at talking because of this podcast, man. And I have you guys to thank for that. Um, you know, some people are like, oh, have you started the podcast yet? I'm like, yo, I'm up to episode 25 already. Episode 25. Can you believe that? This is episode 25. And I didn't start this podcast not too long ago. I've been doing one a week, sometimes two a week, which is kind of crazy. I'm going to try to get Kelly on, for real. I think what the reason why I want Kelly to be on is I have not had a physical guest in the studio. And I have two of these mics, man. If you want to check out the A-List CBD podcast, I interviewed Sherman B., who was on the show American Grit. That was a show hosted by John Cena. It was kind of like American Ninja Warrior. That is on the A-List CBD podcast. And I'm using two mics, two of these. And the audio is so crispy. I think the video could have been better because I didn't, I wasn't set up for it. But in this room, I already know everything. My lights are already set up. But yeah, that's what I've been doing, man. Oh, I also, another cool thing was uh, yesterday, I want to say. No, the, I think it was the day before yesterday. Uh, these uh, hemp farmers from North Carolina and Atlanta came down to the shop and were just, you know, reaching out. They wanted to do a small interview. Um, it was Smoke and Get Rich Tours, I think, was is the Instagram. I'll splash that on here. And they're kind of like cannabis hemp farmers who like to educate people on how to, you know, kind of like get into the industry and start making money in the long run for generational wealth, man, because there's a lot of money to be made in cannabis and uh, hemp, you know, and CBD. And uh, I like their message. They're very cool. I think the guy that interviewed me was like Blue Pillar 44, I want to say, on Instagram. But yeah, that was really a really interesting experience to meet people that were, you know, balls deep into social media and getting their message out there. I like their message. You know, they're very friendly. And uh, I did a little interview with them. I don't know when that's going to release, but I really liked it. I'll, I'll let you guys know when it comes out. You guys just, you know, get to see your boy talk about CBD someone else interviewing me for once and uh that's it was it was a cool experience man i wasn't expecting that it was sort of like towards the end of the day and uh, that i was like oh shit let me take a swig at a cough because i'm tired from playing borderlands you guys all like grammarly right so in Gramworthy, and I almost talked about this, I touched briefly on this in the, uh, the community section. 
John Duncan hits me up and he was like, listen, man, a buddy of mine uh, from the forums, you know, was diagnosed with uh, cancer and I want to buy CBD products for him. I, I just, I am just, it's just crazy. The community has struck again, man, with kindness. You know, I, I don't, I've never experienced this type of phenomenon before. Where people in the same community, which is vast, all right, the, the EDC community is vast. It's niche, but it's vast. And we form these bonds with each other. Most of the time we've never met, but we want to help each other. And I've never experienced that in any other community before. I see, I see raffles going around all the time to help someone's family. Maybe someone got sick. Maybe someone passed away. Like the Nick Maffey. JT's been campaigning about that a lot. Oh, check out his raffle, by the way. Uh, a lot of good stuff in there. Also, he's going to a good cause. Now, John Duncan, who picked up a CBD oil for his buddy, but his buddy like didn't want to try it. I, I know that... Here's the thing I want to talk about a little bit while I talk about this. People are hesitant to try CBD oil, but there are no side effects in it. If we were all to drink one bottle each right now, like a cult, we're not going to die. We're probably going to feel really relaxed and go to sleep because you're not supposed to drink a bottle. You know what I'm saying? Nothing happens. There, I, I have not read about a side effect with CBD except for drowsiness and dry mouth. And um, yeah, like people that are afraid to take it, uh, I, I, I can see the concern because it's very t- tied heavily with marijuana. There is some THC in it, but it's only 0.3%. It's not going to get you high at all, you know, but it is our bodies are made for it. You know, our bodies have what's known as the endocannabinoid system. Every single mammal has that. And CBD oil basically brings that system back into balance. So if you can't sleep, you have anxiety, you have a lot of inflammation, you have a lot of pain. CBD oil oil can help you maintain that. Um, Back to John Duncan, you know, his buddy didn't want to take it but John was like listen man I already talked to you and used your time and stuff I'm still gonna buy it and I was like damn man the people that watch me are are just the best you know like I feel shit dude if if we still doing this five years down the line dude you know what I'm saying if we still doing this five years down the line like I'm going to have to have, I'm going to have to like Skype all my major events in life. You know what I mean? I'm going to do a live and so everybody can chill, you know, because, because we're going to be homies, like true digital homies at that time. You know, it's funny, actually, my two best friends are in California and I consider them to be my closest friends. I do have a few others um, in Vegas uh, and I have, I have a little bit here, right? But I don't hang out with anybody. I communicate with everyone through, you know, Skype, through Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, text. Uh, I don't even call people, man. But I feel very close to people um, through just text communication 
and I talk to them every day, which is weird. I don't really hang out with friends a lot. The only person I hang out with is Kelly and my family. So my interactions with people that watch my channel or, you know, check me out on Instagram are pretty much the same as my real friends. So, you know, I'm forming these bonds with people, man. And John Duncan, yo, props to you for still picking up the CBD oil. You know, I'm telling you right now, buddy, take that stuff, stress, anxiety. You seem like a guy who's busy, has a, you know, has a busy job. So, you know, I I think he's a realtor maybe, but yeah, man, dude, you can crush selling. Um, I'm sure you already do, but if you ever have any anxiety or nervousness or anything, CBD oil, just a one milliliter of the stuff that you bought is going to make you Superman. (laughs) Superman, Jewish Superman. But yeah, I take that stuff every day, man. I feel great. Neck feels good. Got motion. That is uh, the first thing on the... the, um, Lost my chain of thought there. That means it's time for a swig of the cup. We're going to watch some clips right now. I am not super prepared with clips because a lot of the clips that I downloaded were clips that I'm supposed to watch with Kelly and then we would laugh to laugh about it together or not laugh about it. You know, I have clips that may disturb her and that's what my plan was for that couple podcast, man. And she ditched me. Lives in the same house and ditched me. Come on. I'm going to put on the earbud right now. That way I can listen to the videos and I'm going to splice them in for you so we can watch it together and it's not going to interact with the mic. And the first one, it says Moose Stub. I know what y'all are thinking, but that's not what it is. I'm sure everybody has done that before, man. I've, I I found this just uh, the other day on TikTok. I thought I downloaded more clips, but I guess I didn't, man. I feel kind of upset about it. This is another one. Uh, I think this guy is playing Beat Saber or some virtual reality game. <laughs> Look at his stuff. I wonder I wonder if that's what my cats I wonder if that's how they look at me when I'm like editing video and I'm so into it man Oh my next notes it says dog murderer I don't know what that is I hope it's not what Oh it's this one I'm going to watch it now <laughs> that's a trend on tiktok right now i'm actually gonna edit the audio on that because this is something i hate that people do on tiktok it's like they turn the music volume all the way up hey it's not making your videos better oh since michael jackson wrestler It says Michael Jackson ain't dead. He a wrestler in Brazil. (laughs) Yeah. 
Oh, man. Now it's time for everybody's favorite segment. Aight, I'ma head out. So we've got some Subway stories, of course. That is everyone's favorite. And the very first thing, I talked about this on Slicey, I mean, the podcast with Slicey Dicey. Let me take this thing out of my ear, though, first. Oh, no. The foam is stuck in my ear. <laughs> it's killer foam. It's going to go in my brain. Uh, yeah, let's talk about that first. Drop that in there. We improv it up. We improv it up. So, yeah, I talked about this on the podcast I did with Slicey, which was kids tried to mug me. All right. This is kind of like sort of a not a beware or like more like tips, really. If somebody in New York City in like a not so crowded area tries to talk to you, don't talk to them because more than likely they're trying to set you up, bro. So I was walking to buy wine like a good boyfriend on a Friday night. It wasn't even dark, man. It was around, I want to say, 3.30, maybe 4 o'clock. And I'm walking. I've got one earbud in listening to a podcast. And I'm walking and I notice you got to have good peripheral, man. You got to watch everybody. You know, I just watch everybody. I was, my girl is always like wondering why I get tense sometimes in certain uh you know, areas, and that's because I'm, I'm just highly aware, I just know, I just want to know where everybody is, man, you know, and uh, I saw that the corner of my eye, somebody was following me, so I turned around, and this dude is like, hey, hey, can I talk to you, it was like a kid, man, like, maybe I want to say not older than 19, maybe like 17, 18, 19, you know, kind of like my height, I'm not that tall, I'm like 5, 8, maybe 5, 9, I think 5, 9 is what the doctors say, said when they measured me but uh not tall you know so i'm like a kid i'm literally one of your kids right and i saw that he was with like three other people and they were tr- they were about to like crowd me you know and he was trying to give me a pound you know what i'm saying he was like yo what up but once you do that yo they're gonna pounce on you they're gonna mug you man you know and i was in an area where it was kind of kind of sketchy i think it was much more ratchet years ago um kind of the area where ala cbd is but where our our block is like dope you know it's like right next to the subway station it's like very uh busy but that side street was not and you know i had the damn designs yokai on me which is which is really funny because what i was thinking the whole time was i can't fight off four people right without getting seriously hurt i don't have any money they're going to think I'm lying and they're going to, you know, they're going to try to mess me up. I'm going to have to get into a scrap. And, you know, I may not look at I'm a really nice guy, but I've definitely hung out with some rough dudes before and I've scrapped many times, yo. you know, many, many times, many fights. And uh, I didn't want to go through that. And, you know, I didn't want to get seriously hurt. I don't want to seriously hurt these kids. I was thinking like I went for the knife right away. I didn't take it out. It was on a pocket clip. Um, I did have it on the pocket clip that time and I reached, reached into it and the kids were like, yo, yo, what, what are you reaching for, man? What you reaching for? And, you know, they were dropping some hard N-bombs, you know, like too many of us, bro, too many, you know what I'm saying? They were all like that, you know, don't get seriously hurt. And I think that, you know, people don't understand what it's like to be in that situation or to get hurt 
in that situation. I have many times, dude, you know, but the whole time, it's funny, the whole time I was thinking, I wasn't even thinking of my well-being, really. I was just thinking like, man, if I have to hurt one of these people with this damn design Zyokai, damn design EDC is going to be really pissed because I'm going to have to tell them their bodies on it now when I send it back. <laughs> That's what I was thinking in my head the whole time, you know, but uh, they didn't follow me to the main road. They sort of backed off. I, I think once they saw that I was reaching for something, you know, they kind of think like, oh shit, like one of us could really get hurt. Because no, you know, I was one of them kids before. I was one of them kids, you know, hanging out with rough people, trying to mug people. You know, I'm not proud of it. You know what I'm saying? But I ran away from home many times, man. And when you have a lot of runaway kids that don't have a lot of guidance, just hanging out with each other, you know, breaking night, staying up till like, 7am cutting school you know you need money yo you gotta buy garlic knots to survive dude and even though it's a dollar for four pieces where are you gonna get that dollar you mug people and uh, I certainly never wanted to do it but I was lumped in with that group because they were doing it I don't think I ever really mugged anybody but I was definitely present a few times and that was a long time ago you know uh, we never hurt anybody but most people just, you know, at that time in the 90s, late 90s, people were just like, oh, these are just dumb kids that don't have money. And that's how I felt, too. I was like, these are kids trying to prove something to each other. You know, they're just trying to look hard because they're growing up, you know, not so great. But yeah, man, that was just an experience that I had. Sorry to kind of give you a bummer subway stories, but that's just the realities of living in New York City, man. Uh, you know, to... to talk a little bit about on that Kelly and I were going to BJ's you know trying to stock up on on, on grub for the week you know I, I dude your boy is healthy as fuck yo I eat chicken and rice peas and an avocado every day yo do that clean eating man that's why I look so young bro but we were going to BJ's man and you know just a similar situation a guy was walking behind us I, I knew it you know, I was already, uh, I, what did I have on me at the time? I never want to use an EDC knife, but I feel like, but uh, yeah, I was reaching for the for the pocket already. And and Kelly just stopped and was like letting the guy pass to go in front of us. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry, you know, I'm just trying to get to the bar down the block. But he was like getting a little too close. Just weird situations like that will happen often. And I, 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 I want to say in that time, I think the guy just didn't have personal space ma manners um or he was like drunk or fucked up or something but just weird situations like that happened recently and uh yeah but what happened after that you know that like almost mugging or whatever i just went to the wine shop bought wine like it was all good you know F your fight or flight is going to be on at that time so you know I, I was making decisions quickly like people moving in slow motion I got back to the shop I didn't even tell anybody it's, it's not worth it I told Kelly but uh, it was just it's just a situation that if you've never been in those situations before it could really end badly so just definitely don't look like or don't look like you're scared you know that's what me and Slicey talked about he talked about a situation with him on the podcast that's why you guys should check it out I bonded with my boy Slicey Dicey in that podcast but yeah man that was a, just a recent thing that was a very top of the list for Subway Stories now let's make it funny 
guy in baby voice asking for money. This was on Brooklyn Bridge. I was going to work and this guy was just going like this. Do you have any change? Like to everybody. And at first I felt bad and then he would look at the ground and just go, and this guy didn't really look haggard or anything. So I was like looking around if, if maybe, you know, he was like handicapped or something like that. And I was trying to look around for his caretaker. But man, this guy walked the subway train, uh, the subway platform like 10 times while I was waiting for the train. Just every time, change, please. And I'm like, what is happening right now? There's this is another crazy one. There was this lady on the train rocking back and forth like this. She was counting money. All right. She had a stack, bro. And she was like, oh, my God. No, 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 no. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Like that, man. Rhythmic. And, you know. I was like, oh man, like maybe I should give her money. And then I'm like looking at these bills, dude. There was hundreds, stacks, bro. This lady had cheddar, man. And I'm like, what the f-? Maybe drug deals. He's trying to get, you know, owes somebody money. That was happening right next to me, dude. No, 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 no. Hundreds. No, 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 no. Hundred. No, no, no. Like, what's accounted at least like $1,500, man? I'm like, shit, you're better off than me. You know what I'm saying? Maybe don't count your money on the subway, though, because somebody's going to take, maybe the baby guy is going to be like, wait, change. Just jack that shit. There was, do you guys remember the drug sale, what the hell? That I, I showed you guys that clip? Drug sale right there, looking. Drug sale, what the hell? No way! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, what the hell? My boy, yo, you good? Yo, there was a guy that didn't look like that guy, but was doing the same thing. It's it's on my notes here. It says heroin guy stretching on railing. He was legit like doing heroin yoga (laughs) on this railing, bro. He was like, (sighs) he was like feeling so good, you know, like it was a heroin chiropractor, man. And I feel bad, like, you know, kind of like, talking about like junkies and stuff like that because you know that's tough man but it was just so hilarious everyone was just watching to see what this guy was doing wasn't bothering anybody wasn't bothering anybody you know let's just get that straight he was just maybe that's his morning routine and he got on the train didn't bother anybody just sat down but for about 15 minutes man that dude was doing the yoga touchy asian guy next on the notes for subway stories this guy man i he didn't come up to me. Maybe I don't look Asian enough, but he was going up to He was going up to only Asian people. You know, Chinese and he was speaking Chinese to them. Uh he he looked like he was a little bit challenged, right? And you know, I felt bad because maybe this guy was lost or something. Um and he was he was like legit touching people and asking them stuff maybe directions or something like that uh 
but he was, you know, getting handsy, man. And I'm like, damn, I don't want this guy to get like punched, you know, like he was touching ladies too, but like, not like in a sexual way, but he was definitely asking him something, man, you know, like quick, like came in, I don't, he's like, I'm just kidding. Don't want to be racist, but I'm Asian. So I can do it to my own race. But, uh, he was just asking him stuff. And I, I, I never figured out what happened, man. Just going up to people, touching. He touched a lady on the knee, yo, and asked something. She didn't seem to be bothered because I think she understood. A uh, kind of crazy thing that happened was I was on the train, right? And the emergency brake just turned on all of a sudden. And when, you, when that happens, you think, it's over. It's over. Is this train going to blow up? Is it going to derail or something? Because I have never had the emergency brake pulled before on the train, and I've lived here since 87. Um, and we just stopped for like a dead like 30 minutes, yo. And here, here's what made it like kind of kind of spooky, okay? Kind of kind of scary was the conductor didn't get off the train. There was another guy, you know, in the safety vest, just like with a flashlight, just checking mad hard the train going up and down like I'm like oh shit you know this is like a bomb scare or something and then the guy gets on board right and he's like he's just like rushing to the conductor like like area bangs on it like and I I usually sit right outside of that room because it's just a wall on the J train and there are no seats there so I can just you know your boy you know your boy fucking stands up man it keeps the keeps the legs looking fresh right and I'm just standing there on the corner so I hear everything that's going on inside the guy bangs on it let me in he gets in they slam the door hard and he's like what the fuck is going on and then the, the, the the conductor is like Dude, this ghetto, man, I don't know what the fuck's happening. This is broke. This ghetto. And I'm like, what the fuck? They, you know, <laughs> they got ratchet really quickly. And you hear like, you just hear that. All of a sudden, the train starts moving. And I'm like, yo, did you guys just bang on the controls or something? Bang on the lever for the emergency brake? Just to get the train to start moving? And they didn't explain. First of all, the guy, the conductor, is supposed to make announcements about what's happening. Everyone is kind of freaking out a little bit on the train. But I think they were mostly New Yorkers, so they weren't freaking out as much. A lot of people were listening to stuff. But, you know, um, like a, a pretty, a really cute girl actually, like, went to the conductor and knocked on it. It was like, oh, what's, what's happening? And he's like, oh, yeah, I made an announcement. And then she's like, oh, I didn't hear anything. And then he goes, well, did you have your headphones on? And she's like, no. He goes, all right, I'm making an announcement again. And the dude was like whispering, bro. He's like, he's like, sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but but um, the emergency brake just turned on. And uh, to be delayed for a little bit. I'm like, is this MTA at ASMR? Hey, MTA, do better. Because we give you a lot of money. Do better. People were legit like, what the fuck is happening, you know? Like, do we got to worry? Do we call our families now? <laughs> I can tell people were starting to... Once the train started moving, uh, we got into... We pulled into the Essex Street station. And, you know, everything was fine. Emergency brakes turned on again. 
as the train was leaving the station. So your boy had to go all the way down. I had to go all the way down to like the because I was in the front, right? I had to go all the way down to like the you know the end half of the train and like get off that way because some of the train was already pulled out of the station, dude. What a shit show. MTA, do better. You can do better. You can do better. Look at me. Do better. Uh, this is like a really short one, and we'll end Subway Stories on this because this is hilarious, especially with the whole coronavirus thing happening. Um, a guy, right? Rough looking dude, man. Saggy pants, like, you know, doing that sag pants walk, right? You know, hoodie, kind of like dirty hoodie. And he was, uh, you could tell he was like rushing to get out of the train. The train just stopped. And he was gonna, he went to blow his nose, like a, he went to blow snot out of his nose, like, like that. And he miscalculated when the train doors were gonna open. And I, yo, the biggest, like, snot puddle just hit the door. Like, and then the doors open. <laughs> And the guy just like walks out, pretends like he's the shit, like nothing happened. And me and the guy that was next to the door, we look at each other. We're like, ew. <laughs> that was just yesterday. What the fuck? <laughs> he went, like, like just slime all over the door. <laughs> ew. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? I have some recommendations, viewing recommendations, because your boy has been watching a lot of stuff, discovered a lot of shows, discovered a lot of movies, and that's probably why I don't have, I didn't have a lot of clips for Gramworthy. You know what I'm saying? Um, so Flick Connection, you know the channel that I always watch to get movies to check out on Netflix, Prime Video. And pretty much anything, even Shudder, uh, he recommended some movies. In the Shadow of the Moon, very interesting movie, man. A very interesting. I don't want to spoil too much about it, but the opening sequence shows these grisly murders, and it's a, it's so solid that you have to watch the rest of the movie. I'm gonna show some clips of it here, and it's really really cool, man. What's so funny is that I've been watching Narcos. I watched seasons one to three in like a week. <laughs> I know, your boy's a psychopath. And the dude Murphy from Narcos is the main lead in the movie In the Shadow of the Moon. And I was like, and he looked, he he's the same. He looks the same. He had the same mustache and all that shit. And a good movie, also Narcos, if you haven't seen it. Of course, one of the best. It's kind of like the South American Goodfellas, if you want to think about it in that sense. Very, very good. What else did I watch? I watched The Bad Batch. One of my viewers told me to check this out. So if you're watching this podcast right now, thank you. Because that is a movie that kind of just tries to do a lot of different things from what's going on. And I think at the end of it, it kind of fell a little bit short, but I still love the movie, man. It was just crazy. Jason Momoa is in it. Keanu Reeves, Jim Carrey, this dime piece girl that I don't know her name is the main lead. And she's just like trying to help this little kid out and there's cannibals in it. And it's like post-apocalyptic future world. It's kind of like a prison colony. Think Battle Royale if it was like in Las Vegas. Battle Royale High School, that Japanese movie where they put bad kids on an island and they, they fight each other. If you guys have never seen that, you guys are missing out. 
That's another thing I want to talk about, man. A lot of people still don't want to read subtitles. Hey. Hey. Read subtitles. Okay? You're missing out on so much cool shit, man, if you don't watch movies or shows with subtitles on it. Because a lot of the stuff that I'm going to mention here is actually that. You know, I watched this show, The Gift. It's like a Turkish show. There's eight episodes out. Season one is fully out on Netflix. One of the most unique like stories, it, it, it kind of has a lot of, it's like some time travel stuff. It has a lot of like cosmic stuff in it. And uh, it very well produced, man. This could have been an American show. Uh, it kind of scary, but it didn't use space spooky scary stuff to drive the story along and at the end of, of episode eight you're like yo i want to watch it now like season two i think it's coming out in december of 2020 really good show man uh, again it's a turkish show i try to watch it in english don't don't watch it in english it's absolutely terrible the dubbing is so bad there are some animes that have good dubbing Cow- cowboy bebop being one of them you know, Samurai Champloo is another one. But don't watch things dubbed, you know? I think it's okay to watch some of the old kung fu movies like, Ha! Hey! EDCC! This is your boy! In the NYC! You know what I mean? It's easy. <laughs> Imagine I was dubbed. Um, it's okay to watch those because it's kind of funny. But some of the stuff that I recommend to you guys, don't, don't watch it in... Don't watch it in, you know, dub, man. Watch subtitles, okay? You got, you all need to read more anyway. You guys need to read more. And so do I. Uh, Better Than Us is a show from Russia. It's about... Uh, just think of the movie with Will Smith, iRobot, but if it was expanded and the robots were Russian, right? Um... And there's like those iRobot looking robots and there's like dime piece robots, yo. Like these fembots, you know? And and they're not supposed to kill people, but the main fembot killed somebody. I'm in. I'm in already at the premise. And the, the main character is like a mortician. He, you know, works at a morgue. And he, he like sees the body that was killed by the robot that they try to deem an accident. So that's pretty much how it started. I'm, a, I'm only on episode two. But yeah, man, that is pretty much my summary of my week so far. I really enjoy everybody getting closer with me, man. That is the number one thing that I'm trying to do is just, you know, send my message, whatever the message is. So usually it's silly dick and fart jokes, you know. And uh, talking about sharp, pointy things. And I'm glad that you guys enjoy that, man. I'm really glad. That really makes me happy. You know, I'm very passionate about this channel. Way more passionate than I was when I first started it. NEDCC is here to stay, man. Thank you guys for watching. Much love to everybody. Everybody have a good weekend. This is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray. And this is the EDCC P saying peace. I almost forgot the pee-pee.